Hey, Gavin. <laughs> Thanks Hello. for coming on to the Nerd Yogi podcast today. My pleasure. Thanks for the invitation. Welcome. <laughs> so, um, as I was saying offline, I've already kind of introduced the principle of the, the idea of heart coherence in the previous episode on breath and the heart and how it affects um, our heart rhythm and the principle of heart rate variability. And so obviously being the director of HeartMath UK, you're obviously the best person to talk to about heart coherence. You're listening to the Nerd Yogi podcast, sharing natural ways to boost your well-being with a sprinkle of mystic and the big coating of science. And I'm your host, Virginie Ferguson, founder and yoga teacher at clanyogis.com. Also mother of two, science nerd and positivity advocate. I hail people who always thought they could never do yoga level up on their health and well-being using yogic tools backed by science. Uh, so quickly, just for the listeners, if you can just introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about your background and your story, and then we'll just go on to our conversation. Yeah, for sure. sure. Okay, so well, yeah, I'm Gavin, Gavin Andrews, um, and uh, I've got the honour of running HeartMath in the UK and Ireland. Must, must not forget uh, Ireland as well. Yes. So, yeah, I uh, run a business over here, HeartMath in, in UK and Ireland. Um, uh, I've also got another business called Syntropy, uh, which is uh, audiovisual breathwork and relaxation aids as well. So I wear a couple of hats. Uh, I've got another hat as well, which is um, a, a founder of a meditation movement called We Add Heart, which is, you know all about, it's something that HeartMath yes. coaches offer to people in these times free of charge um so yeah so uh, the, the biggest hat there is the heart math uk and ireland hat so and i've been running the heart math business over here since 2012 so nearly 10 years yeah right. and what that means basically is, is representing them here and of course we sell the products the biofeedback products uh, the this type of thing that mm -hmm. measures your coherence levels um, yeah. biofeedback once we'll these later mm -hmm. um and also running the training so again as you know because you train with us we yeah. run training over here in the uk um and then also do things like public workshops and organizational training and stuff like that so that's what i do now background nothing to do with this i used to work in media so I used to work for guardians my last career over 10 years ago and um yeah so completely different and then got out of the corporate world uh sort of event happened in my life that sort of woke me up to what was really important and who i really mm -hmm. was and then that kind of led me to the path of self-development and uh introspection and yes. beginning to get in touch with my heart that's part of what mm -hmm. heart about there's the science yeah. bit and there's also the more sort of esoteric which is connecting with the heart of who you really mm -hmm. are but i started on that process um and that's when heart math popped up for me so yeah that was some time ago and um and, and, and i've been practicing ever since so i well, actually know the i discovered heart math in 2007 so i was practicing it for quite a few years before i was actually involved formally mm -hmm. in business but yeah the reason i'm so passionate about it is it it works for me you know i it, it, i found it at a time in my life when i'd been to a very stressful experience um, and I'd had a sort of awakening in terms of, well, this terrible thing happened to me and I 
seeing the world through different eyes and I want to work out who I am. And so I was in the right place to, to find it or be found by it. Yeah. And then what I discovered was that the practice of the really simple techniques was, mm-hmm. was very powerful for me. And it really helps me part of my healing journey, but it also then helps me to work out, you know, what I might do in the world that I might find more meaningful and enjoyable than what I've been doing before. Yeah. So that's a bit of back, bit background insight mm-hmm. to me. Brilliant. Thanks for sharing that. And I'm sure quite a few people, especially in those times of lockdown, and a lot of us have had time to reflect on those things because we've not been so caught up Mm. on doing the same thing every day and executing our lives. But we've had time to step back and have a look at what we're doing, listening, what's important, what is maybe not so important. So I'm pretty sure that will resonate with quite a few people. (laughs) So Heart coherence then, um, tell us all about it. What what is it? What is it called? Coherence? Well, heart coherence. Where does the word coherence come from? What happens? And okay. okay, well, okay. Well, we, I better try and keep it as short as simple as possible because th- that in itself is quite a, yeah. a big question that could, <laughs> could have a very, very long and in-depth answer. But okay, look. Coherence is probably best just thought of as an optimal state. Okay, so it's a real psychophysiological, mental, and physical state that you can put yourself into. It's also a state that we find ourselves in naturally. It's it's like not something that Hart Math invented. Coherence is a mm-hmm. part of mm-hmm. being human, actually, it's part of being animals. <laughs> um, so it's an optimal state. What's happening is the 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 mind and the body, the heart, the emotions, everything's kind of in alignment. Um, the, co- the word coherence actually means um, synchronization within a system. It also means synchronization between systems. So if you think of a human being as a system, what it means is that everything's synchronized or in balance and working together optimally. If you think about then the overall system of the human, we're made up of lots of subsystems. So cardiorespiratory system, yeah. um, you know, hormonal system, metabolic mm-hmm. system, nervous mm-hmm. systems. So in when you are in a coherent state, all of those systems are working together optimally. Uh, and what heart method is really about is recognizing that you have some control over that. And the way into the overall human system is to take the lead system, which is the heart. Mm-hmm. And you can actually put the heart into this coherent state. So we do that through physical focus in the body, first of all, then through particular breathing technique, which is a balanced breathing technique, which in effect puts the autonomic nervous system into balance. Yeah. But it also puts the heart into these lovely um, repeating cycles or patterns where the heart rate progressively speeds up and slows down. Mm-hmm. So basically, you know, with, the, with the technology we have, you can, you can see this. So it's a real scientifically measurable state Mm -hmm. and when you get yourself into coherence through the focusing through the breathing and then after that through choosing pleasant or positive emotions the heart goes into these lovely cycles where it speeds up and slows down speeds up and slows down and you can see that sympathetic in your parasympathetic so as i was explaining in in the previous episode that is just the sympathetic nervous well the sympathetic branch of the nervous system or the autonomous nervous system so the autopilot (laughs) comes on 
um, on the inhale and accelerate that heart rate. And then you've got the heart rate that slows down through engagement of the parasympathetics. So I was just saying, you know, your body just thrives for that. I mean, your body's constantly trying to find that state of homeostasis, that state of balance and equilibrium. And as you say, you know, it's just finding that lovely pattern, that lovely wave is just, it's matching the input of your sympathetic with the input of the parasympathetic as we, as we come on and off, as we switch it up on and off. Yeah, in effect, yeah, that's, that's the simplest way of thinking about it is, well, so most of the time people don't breathe properly anyway. Mm-hmm. Breathing impacts your autonomic nervous system and yep. the heart rhythm. So most people aren't breathing properly. So their autonomic nervous system is out of balance a lot of the time, mm-hmm. especially when they're stressed or anxious. Yep. Their heart rhythms are, you know, disordered. Not that they've got an arrhythmia, but there's a there's a disorder or degree of chaos in the heart rhythms, yep. especially when you're experiencing stressful emotions. Mm-hmm. So, and that's kind of getting in the way of homeostasis. It just makes it harder for the body to bring itself back yep. to balance. Yep. So coherence as a state that you can put yourself into just means that you're giving your body the chance to go back into balance to renew itself revitalize itself through homeostasis and you're exactly right in that what's happening is when you breathe in this balanced way the breath and the heart rhythm synchronize together so as soon as you then start breathing in the heart rate speeds up with the breath and when you breathe out it slows down mm-hmm. so you're, you're switching between sympathetic parasympathetic in a kind of balance way yeah. that's, that's what you see with the waves is the wave mm-hmm. up is sympathetic the wave down is parasympathetic yeah. in effect mm-hmm. um and so you yeah you can see your own degree of balance with the, yeah. the technology yeah. not that you need the technology because we can all just do this stuff without the technology and actually heart math existed way before there was technology mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. measure it so it's, the, it's the doing that's important as opposed to the gadget yeah yeah handy yeah it is it's just it gives you that real time feedback and I think also for me I'll, I'll tell a little story from last week actually which I thought was really interesting so so as you know I've been so practicing the heart coherence and using my inner balance app and the heart rate variability sensors for I don't know seven or eight weeks now so I've got this good rhythm and what I feel is really useful with that technology is as you practice and as you get that real-time feedback, I think you're then more, you're developing more of your interoception. So that sensibility, that sensitivity to your inner state and Mm -hmm. sensations. And I now know I can feel it when when I'm in high level of, coherence so that's one thing yeah. but the wee story for from from last week is i just well i'm a bit of a walker like most of the times <laughs> and what happens is i go through my week right go on a friday i'm like right i need to do this next week and then as i kind of slow down and calm down and take time to rest the weekend all these ideas pop up in my head and so when I get to the Monday, Monday, Tuesday, sometimes Wednesday, I just go like a rocket, like go crazy. I'll just, I don't know how many hours I work a, a day, but I've got all these things. I'm like, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to implement. And so last week I came to a point, I think it was Tuesday night or maybe the Wednesday night, 
I was already absolutely exhausted, shattered in my head. You know, like you know that way when you feel your head is buzzing constantly, there's that buzzing at the front of the the, the brain, and you're not even sure what you're thinking about, but yeah. you know it's there. It's that constant weird feeling of yeah. That's the best way I can. It's like fuzziness. You, you can't yes. even think straight. You don't even know what you're fucking about, but it is, it's, it's there. I was just absolutely exhausted. And I went in uh, into my, my garden studio, very thankful I've got that, and just practiced an hour yen, and then I thought, oh, just do a 10 minutes of heart coherence. And even after doing that full hour of yen, I was still obviously, I felt better, but still I was feeling really, really exhausted and, and so when I practiced that for 10 minutes, it was just, it, it was chaos. Like you're saying, you just, it's just those waves, like it was up and down and up and down. And it was just, there was no way I was able to get myself into that wave-like pattern. So then I just thought it was very interesting because I knew how I was feeling, but then I had this, real picture of the state of my nervous system right here yeah. and then yeah and i think yeah. it's just such an incredible tool to have to say hang on a minute it's it's like a wake-up call is like do you need to rest <laughs> you need to stop this yeah yeah and, that, and that's that's a large part of what this is all about a large this is the point of the biofeedback tech because just a crap cloud for people the technology doesn't do anything to you it just gives you your feedback on what's going on in, in your body um but the purpose of that is to develop self-awareness it's not just to kind of like stick this gadget on and do it for 5 10 20 minutes a day or whatever i mean there's a benefit to that but the point of it actually is to use it for bio feedback so mm -hmm. to notice how am i feeling now and what's what's the feedback i'm getting from the device now what can i do about that could i change the feedback from the device by changing my breath mm -hmm. i change it into the coherent pattern you know how, how quickly can i switch from the relative chaos or incoherence into coherence like how how high can i get my coherence to go and then also working with it in terms of things like well emotions so okay if i can get myself to a nice place from the breath and then i'm feeling nice and balanced and the chatters disappeared from the mm -hmm. the, the monkey mind yeah <laughs> What could I do to become more focused? So there's an element of this. It's a bit like kind of focused attention meditation. And you'll then switch your focus to something that will generate a positive or pleasant emotion. Mm -hmm. Now, that's important for a couple of reasons. We know from our research that the positive, pleasant emotions increase the level of coherence. So breath is a way in, definitely. Yep. Yep. Uh, but then once you're in and you're balanced and you're feeling kind of neutral, you can then choose an emotion. And emotions are choices. Most people just think they're reactions, but they're not. They're choices as well. It's just hard to choose when you're reacting. But when yeah. you're in a balanced, coherent state, then you could choose a positive emotion. You could, I mean, like today, I could look out my window and, you know, beautiful trees, the sky's blue. I can just feel grateful for the view or for nature or mm -hmm. you know, appreciative that I'm lucky enough to, to live where I do. I could choose to focus on... Um, you know my family my wife my kids and appreciation for them or you know any anything like we can choose to be grateful yeah. or appreciative more mm -hmm. frequently when we do that that can increase the level of coherence so you'll get that feedback from the device as well that certain emotions particularly certain things that you could recall yeah places beaches memories, i have noticed that yeah, it's always that, that really... the high coherence yeah 
<laughs> real sweet spots, yeah. And then, yeah. so that's great because you know that they work for you really, really well. Mm-hmm. What you can't see on the technology, but is really, really important, is the biochemical impact of that as well. So, you know, what you feel has an impact biochemically. And if you're feeling stress, you're going to get stress hormones, you know. But if you're feeling gratitude, joy, love, appreciation, those types of things, you're going to get different hormones. And you're certainly going to get some DHEA, which is a vitality hormone. So that's great because it helps rebuild you, literally Mm -hmm. on a cellular level, it will rebuild you. But also, if you can really connect with feelings like love and care, you're really connecting with those, you might even produce oxytocin. So then what this means is through these practices and in the validation of the technology is you're becoming in control of not only your thoughts and your feelings, but also your physiology. So what's your autonomic nervous system doing? And also your hormonal system. Mm-hmm. So you, you can reduce unnecessary adrenaline and stress hormones like cortisol. Yeah. You can actually then intervene and, and remind yourself that you can choose to feel good and therefore as a result of that get some of these feel good do good hormones as yeah. well yeah and you know a, a lot of people don't realize that's, that's one of the things that really attracts them to heart they don't realize they've got choice around all mm-hmm. of this now, i'm not i'm not yeah. saying that in every situation you can just stop feeling angry immediately and then feel you know happy and joy mm-hmm. it might take a little bit longer than that. <laughs> i've been doing this for over 10 years and it still takes me longer mm-hmm. than that um, <laughs> But it's possible, you know, it's certainly possible to reduce the length of time that you're feeling anger, frustration, worry, panic, etc. Uh, and, uh, you know, the more that you reduce the amount of time you're feeling that, the, the more you're reducing the damage that it has on your yeah. body. It's a long term effect. It yeah. You. yeah, exactly. So it's, it's, not it's just, just in really moment, about it's... that. Yeah. That noticing self awareness. Notice. Mm-hmm. And if you notice, more often than not, you can do something about it. Yeah. Yeah. And so kind of going back to what I was saying about the way I was feeling last week and that fuzziness and how I couldn't think straight, um, there's obviously like there's a mechanism in that as well, kind of linking with what they call the heart brain, so that network of neurons that are on your heart feeding back through the vagus nerve to the emotional centers. And there's that bias and where the emotional center will always take over the cognitive functions. So I think obviously when we take that into consideration and like you say, you know, if you are able and I know there are obviously plenty of studies from the Outmath Institute on that as well, that show how much your Negative functions, how you function way better. And obviously, that's your, well, including not just not an exhaustive list, <laughs> including your prefrontal cortex, which are your decision making center that kind of directs um, your behaviors, positive thinking, forward planning, all that sort of stuff. So, if You've yeah. got that emotional bias, and if you're not in that positive state, that feedback up to the higher stimulation, up to the higher cognitive centers just doesn't happen, really. Yeah, so that's when you, you're absolutely right. When you're stressed, you're incoherent. So the heart and the other systems in the body are out of balance. 
Um, the heart's the largest rhythm maker in the body, so it's sending more information up than is coming down from the brain, which again, most people don't recognize, but it's, it's true. It's about five mm-hmm. times more information goes heart to brain, about eight or nine times more information from the whole of the body going to the brain yes. than that mm-hmm. went down. So this mm-hmm. is not in control of everything. It's part of a system and part of yeah, feedback. Yeah, groups. exactly. And this is where, oh, sorry, just interrupt. <laughs> yeah, go. We often talk about mind-body connection. In our language, we say mind-body, but really we should say body-mind because it is <laughs> there's not actually that much information the, the, yeah the, bo- the, the body's the, body, the stronger yeah definitely it's the stronger form of communication um and, and especially when you're stressed because what happens then to the mind the brain anyway it's not the mind mm-hmm. brain <laughs> is that the bits of the brain that enable you to be self-aware and self-regulate go offline so there's there's even more control that's coming back from the body and all of the, the different mm-hmm. systems there so yeah, the you know when when you're stressing, the heart rhythms are incoherent. Uh, that impacts the brain, and the more stressed you get, the more there's going to be activity in the brain stress centres, and less activity in the prefrontal cortex. So that's what you know again makes. That's why smart people can do and say stupid things when they're stressed because the bit of their brain that makes them smart and enables them to not do and say stupid things is offline. Yeah. And you know the bit of the brain that helps you to fight and run away and defend yourself that's online and that's that's mm-hmm. not a particularly um sophisticated and no. smart part of you it's a bit of you that you really need to to save your life if it's in danger but of course most of the stuff that we experience as stress is not life-threatening or not 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 immediately life-threatening no. you know it's perceived um, as such if you think so, about it, yeah well, those emotional centers or the limbic system yeah. with the amygdala and thalamus. Yeah, and they and those they become uh, predisposed towards certain patterns, and you know the the brain will reinforce patterns of behavior. I mean, it's actually not just the brain; the whole body does this. Actually, mm-hmm. you, you, yeah. you can measure it in heart, heart rhythms as well. But there's like a baseline sort of operating level or system that's going on that's mm-hmm. the result of you know the years of, of yeah. behaviors and experiences mm-hmm. that, you know mm-hmm. you shared that you were a bit of a workaholic well workaholic is, is behaviors that are being driven by a neurology and a physiology and a, and mm-hmm. a belief system as well about you know how yeah. you should live your life yeah. um and so we can you know we get we get stuck in these patterns of thinking feeling behaving which is then replicated in physiology as well in terms of you know hormone levels and, mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of stuff that um dr joe dispenza talks about especially in his book um, yeah it's called breaking the habits of being yourself exactly yeah and they are habits mm-hmm. with mental physical and emotional habits and so yeah another way to think about heart is it's a way to kind of intervene indication that's going from body heart to brain get the prefrontal cortex back online more frequently. So that's an effect of coherence. If you're in a functional MRI scanner and you did coherence, you'd see the activity in the uh, prefrontal cortex increase. And so that means then that you are much more able to be self-aware and to self-regulate thoughts, feelings, and behaviors mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And then with practice, that begins to create a new neurology and different forms of communication mm-hmm. in the body you know new patterns control over that mm-hmm. and so you can change yourself through that type of practice it's not magic 
it can take some time. It takes some repetition. Mm-hmm. My personal belief is that if you do 20 minutes a day of one of the practices we call heart locking, um, and also ideally throughout the day, if you just do kind of like you're conscious of your breathing and you practice coherent breathing more frequently, you get more conscious of your emotions and you just, I'm talking about like ad hoc throughout the day, just noticing, mm-hmm. kind of changing on a, on a, on a, on a kind of more, more yeah, micro ad hoc level. But then a dedicated practice of 20 minutes a day, that makes a significant difference. And that really mm. does change the baseline. We can measure that with the HRV, but it will also change the neurology as well. So mm. you get out what you put in, basically, like all these things. There's no magic cures, I'm afraid, for people out there thinking, hey, maybe heart mass the thing that's going to help me, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. be You've happier and healthier. <laughs> it takes a little bit of effort. But whilst it takes effort, it's not difficult. No. Great. So, well, you talked about heart blocking technique, and I always try to bring a little bit of practice or practical tips in this uh, podcast for the listeners. So, maybe you can just lead us through a little heart blocking technique just now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I will. Yeah. So, so, actually, heart blocking starts with the most basic of the heart math techniques, which is just called heart-focused breathing. So the idea is most of the heart math techniques are, are eyes open, in the moment, kind of wherever you are, whatever you're doing. But simple level, you know, we've got to breathe anyway, mm-hmm. so you may as well breathe coherently most of the time. Maybe not if you're running for the bus or, or just about mm-hmm. to go to sleep or whatever, but for most of what we do... That's the thing at the day, wheel in your car, for example. That's, that's a good time to do it, right? It's a great time to do it, Absolutely. <laughs> So, um, so most of the techniques are designed to be eyes open. We've got techniques for solving problems and communicating more effectively, planning projects, etc. Um, but the heart locking, which we'll, we'll do together now, is, is the only one that's actually designed to be an eyes closed. Again, you can do it with your eyes open, but this is the one that's designed to take you a bit deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, and it gets you coherent. And then it's actually a little bit like the Buddhist meta meditation, where we're focusing specifically on like care, appreciation, and compassion. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that we breathe the feelings out to others and we breathe them back into ourselves. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, if you fancy, um, I don't know what you do, four minutes, I'll, I'll, I'll lead it. We'll do it for four minutes. Yes, then... let's do that. So if you're okay. driving, don't so, close your eyes. <laughs> yes, if you're driving, don't close your eyes. <laughs> or if you're walking, don't close your eyes. Don't yeah, fall down the yeah. hole. So, um, so ideally, you're sat somewhere nice and comfortable, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so if you can close your eyes, do. If you can't, just leave them open. Uh, and then the first thing that I'd like you to do is just to drop your attention, your awareness, kind of down out of the head and the thoughts and things and down into the, the body, particularly into the area of the heart or the chest. So bring your attention, awareness, focus down into the heart or just the, the center of the chest area. Um, some people find it hard to bring their attention into the body. If you do, just pop your hand on the center of your chest and then feel the warmth of your hand there. Okay, so now that focus and attention is in that area, just take a few nice, deep, comfortable breaths at your own pace. Okay, and now just 
Just imagine that the breath is flowing into and flowing out of the heart or the chest area. So I know it can't literally, you can just imagine that it's flowing into and out of that part of your body. Breathing nice and slowly and deeply. And as you're breathing now, try and get the breath nice and balanced. So actually for most people, a breath cycle of 10 seconds is going to result in optimal coherence. So that's five seconds for the in-breath, five seconds for the out-breath. So just try breathing at that sort of pace. Five seconds breathing in, nice, slow, deep, comfortable. And then five seconds breathing out. Hold the breath at all, just let it cycle. And as you're breathing, also try and notice any tension or jerkiness in the breath and just smooth that out. So nice and smooth and sustained volume of breath all the way in. Smooth and sustained all the way out. And then if that five seconds in, five seconds out works for you, that's great, keep it going. If you feel you'd like to speed it up or slow it down a little, then it's more important that you feel comfortable. So feel free to speed it up to maybe eight seconds for the cycle, four in, four out, or 12 seconds, 16, six out, whatever's most comfortable for you. Okay, so what's happening now is your autonomic nervous system has gone into this balanced state, the heart rhythms have gone into this coherent state. If you saw them on a piece of our technology, you'd see these lovely smooth sinusoidal waveforms appearing, repeating over and over. But what we're going to do now is we're going to move into an emotion. So we're going to choose an emotion. And what I'd like you to do is to choose a feeling of care or appreciation or gratitude okay for someone or something in your life doesn't matter what it is so care appreciation gratitude compassion as well any of those types of feelings and then on your out breath just radiate out the feelings of the care appreciation Gratitude, compassion. Just radiate those things out to others. Could just be generally to the world, or it could be to a specific person or people, doesn't matter. You radiate out the feelings to others. Then on your in-breath, breathe the feeling back into and for yourself. Okay, so we just now a couple of minutes, we're going to leave you in silence to breathe out the feelings to others, breathe the feelings then back into and for yourself.
Okay. <clears throat> so that was a heart locking. Lovely. I'm feeling amazing now. <laughs> it's just so much easier when someone leads it for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's nice actually when someone leads it for you. But um, you know, it's just a few minutes and don't underestimate how beneficial that is because um you know, the coherence is just bringing your body back to balance. It's helping it to renew itself. Um, it's, um, you know, getting rid of all the stress hormones and the, uh, the chaos that's going on, the chaotic thinking. And then particularly if, if people are able to connect to those feelings, then there's that hormone benefit as well. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it seems simple, but there's, there's some profound stuff going on in your body and your brain when you're doing yeah. that. Mm -hmm. And um, most of us tell ourselves that we're too busy to do things, but if you just do that for couple of minutes a day, a few times a day, it's going to do all sorts of benefits. Yeah. You could find 20 minutes a day to do it, mm -hmm. it's going to do incredible things for yeah. you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there we go. That's, that's heart locking. Great. Right. So I think that's us. Quite short and sweet today, to the point. Wonderful. Great. <laughs> I enjoy talking to you, Gavin, and I'm sure everybody's going to be really, very interested to, to learn even more about after this yeah wonderful well if they want to check us out um heartmath.co.uk um and actually a, a gift for any of your listeners or viewers if they go to www.syntropystates.com so syntropy i'll send you the link and you can yes i'll there. put that in the notes um but you can download a free coherence breath pacer so there's this lovely four minute long mm -hmm. beautiful uh, image of its geometry expanding, contracting with lovely music that you can use to actually just practice the breathing. So, um, yeah, there's a, there's a big gift for people there if they fancy. Great. That would be amazing. Thank you so much. <laughs> Good to talk no, to my you. pleasure. Thanks for the invitation. This episode was sponsored by Yoga Legs. Yoga Legs is a small UK based company run by two mums who make astounding leggings as well as harem pants and tops. I have over 10 pairs, so I know what I'm talking about. And as a listener of the Nerd Yogi podcast, you get 20% off your order online. To get your discount code, go to clanyogis.com slash yoga legs. Yoga and double G for legs. This was the Nerd Yogi podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, Make sure to subscribe, leave a review or comment on your favorite platform. And if you would like to start your yoga journey today, head over to clanyogis.com and sign up to my free 30-day membership, where you can get access to my free day yoga for stress relief program and over 15 yoga classes. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll be back in two weeks with a new episode. Namaste.